Now, here's an interesting factoid as well. Mm. Do you know when they finally reveal like what they're going to do, right? And they're doing the plan. Do you know that room, that room where all three of them are like on a table with a low light at the bottom? Yeah. At the back, because it's shadowy and probably because we've got a bad version of it, but in the original version of it, like in, in the proper version of it, there is an actual cameraman hiding in the back where the shelves are and you can see him. <laughs> yeah, so I suppose because we watch it in low quality, some of the imperfections will probably be lost on us, like hidden and stuff. Because... But an actual camera person's hiding literally in the room! <laughs> and they couldn't... Oh, fucking hell. It's brilliant. Um, so Don't yeah. mind me. It's all fine. I'm not being weird. I'm just trying to get a good angle. That's all. It's like, I'm trying to get tits and bikini. <laughs> trying to get the ass angle. <laughs> we need more butt in this movie. of the trash tape the one man's trash is another man's torture and this time around I'm walk I'm, I'm about I've, I've just got my bathing suit ready got my towel sorted as we're about to go and do sort of a summary episode I'm I'm Johan Chapal I am the inflictor of pain and this is my victim Edward Harvey who you're not dressed for the beach I'm disappointed no I'm in pla- hardcore plaid <laughs> <laughs> that is not beachwear <laughs> I told you we need to get summary and it's not fair yeah, I shouldn't have got my speedos out, eh? Uh, no, no, please don't. You know, that you can hide for a bit, all right? Uh, well, it's what's ever. There has been a little bit of a delay on this episode, and I just want to kind of feel like I'm a bit. I apologise for that one, uh, mostly because a lot of stuff going the way. But it's also summertime; it's warm, and stuff happens, and so on. So we're just creeping into like the last sort of section of summer. So we just creeped in with a summer movie, haven't we? Just like yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's really. I mean, se- September now is kind of like. End of summer, really, but yeah, because we yeah, want to cling on to it, don't we? We're literally recording this on the first of September, right? Yeah. So this is literally we are the end of August. We're going into September. We're getting to my birthday month, so that's something to think about. But there's a lot of stuff has happened within that month. For example, uh, obviously the Wicker Man episode came out, and that was awesome. It's done surprisingly well and gained traction. But the reason why it's doing very well is because we're now on Spotify. Yeah. We're now on Spotify, but we're on, it shows, and that is doing wonders. About apparently, I've checked it out. Now we've got about eighteen or nineteen percent more listeners just because of flipping uh, because of Spotify. Well, Spotify is like 
the the place people go to well mainly for music but for anything if they if they mm. now that they've realized people realize there's podcasts on there yeah they just while they're on there they just listen to podcasts don't they yeah yeah and yeah. you know it's the, the only thing we haven't conquered just yet is youtube but youtube will take a bit of time we mm. won't do that just yet because we at the moment we've got spotify we're on itunes we're on buzzsprout we're on mixcloud we're on flipping oh we're on, we're on so many platforms acast yeah, I think basically it's just most most digital platforms available we're on. If yeah. you type, yeah. In fact, I think now Alexia, you know that whole thing with like Amazon is like Alexia say, you know, that mm. kind of robot thing. If you actually say it, I found this out. Apparently we can do this. If you say, Alexia, play the trash tapes. Yeah. We are the first thing that pops up. Yeah, that's, that's cool. Because we, we have actually got an original name, which is good. If you put in our hashtag, trash, the trash tapes, it only comes up with our stuff. There's, yeah. no, there's no like muddy kind of area where oh, somewhere else is called something the trash tape. So you've got some other bits that come in. It's literally just what we've posted. I know yeah. that's awesome. Mm. So yeah, I'm just good. We're, we're slowly going to take over the universe with our very terrible taste. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so what the movie we decided today is mainly was kind of inspired with the fact that the movie The Megs come out, mm. and you know. Just Statham go, versus Shark. Which which is an awesome premise in itself, <laughs> right? It's Jason Statham versus a dinosaur shark, right? But I said to myself, you know what? That actually looks a bit like fun. Mm. That actually looks like it's actually going to be good. So I said, fuck it. There's another Megalodon movie I know of. Mm. <laughs> and that one is the one we're going to review today, which is Shark Attack 3 Megalodon. Yeah. It survived the Ice Age, and it's been living in darkness for 60 million years. Nothing has ever disturbed its perfect peace until now. This shark isn't just some rare species. It can grow in excess of 75 feet long. It's supposed to be extinct. You're telling me one of these things is swimming off my coast? People pay a lot of money to come down here. They expect to use everything, including the beaches. We've got a 60-foot shark swimming off our coast that's not going to go away. We've got a shark heading for the shore. Get everyone out of the water now. You knew something was dangerous down there, and you let them dive anyway. Go tell your story. Who would believe you? A disgruntled employee with stolen confidential documents? We know the Meg's attracted to the cable. If that cable goes to full power, there is no telling how many of these we're going to have on our hands. We can't let that system go online. Full throttle now! Mark 44 torpedo. It'll blow a hole clear through the hull of a battleship. Shark Attack 3 Megalodon is a bit personal to me because mm. it's the uh, the one of the, when I used to do bad movie nights back at home yeah. and like invite my friends over. Shark Attack 3 was the first one we watched, and that instantly and everyone was laughing. It was a corker. Everyone so was did you own that. it at one point? Then I uh, I know I rented it oh, right. on okay, DVD yeah. from the Blockbuster close oh, to me. I'm bringing it back again. You know, I must have been what 16, 17. Went over, got to Blockbuster, found Shark Attack Three Megalodon, and we and I showed it to my friends. Getting plastered. It's awesome. Perfect. So 
the fact that I've now been able to show that to you is is a, it's 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 got to me. But the only thing is now is what the heck do you think of it? Uh, well, I actually had a really good time watching it, mm. and I can see why a lot of people have put it in that sort of "oh, this is my favorite so bad it's good" movie mm. type of thing because it, it it's just famously bad but it's kind of it's very enjoyable (laughs) yeah Yeah, it is and what's interesting about it actually is i found out about shark tank being megalodon through the internet right Mm. so i found out through the internet and someone saying oh you gotta watch this it's like really what the fuck is this Mm. and always thought and all i saw was one clip uh what clip do you think it might have been that may have said i need to watch this fucking movie the chat up line the chat up line yeah (laughs) Um, we're going to jump a bit now, but there is a famous chat-up line in the movie that oh, yeah, is now becoming a thing. Don't ruin that quite no, just yet. Not just that's yet. a highlight. That that's, a hi- that's one of the highlights. <laughs> but I saw that clip and said, what the fuck is this? Yeah. I need to watch this movie. No one's, no one says this. That's actually the only clip I've seen of the movie. But also, here's the thing, actually. But I remember seeing, like, after after a while, you just saw, I saw, like, weird, like, clips on the internet about this shark movie, like some of the shark attack clips. Mm. And they were going viral. Like, they're going, like, they were in the millions. And, yeah. and the funny thing was, some of them go, like, oh, no, it's, like, really... Oh, it's from a really shit movie. But I know there was one... This was the thing. Famously, and this is a fact I'm going to throw out there right now, right? Um, when that movie came out, mm. right, um... um Someone did a hoax using this movie. Yeah. Where they said a clip from the film of when the shark randomly eats a fucking boat. Right? You know that bit, right? Send it over to a news station in the United States. Like, and claimed it to be factual. And they launched it like an actual piece of news for a week oh until God. people realised that no, that's from a movie. Was that was that a publicity, publicity stunt to get the film? People talk about the film. No, it's just no. A, it's just a guy being a dick. All oh, right, there's <laughs> a guy like you'd be really fucking funny, you know, because the, it was it was around this time where you know Mexico was actually getting shark problems, right? Mm. So they did this as the thing. They just took the clip of a giant of, of the giant shark eating a whole boat. By the way, it's a whole fucking boat. <laughs> and then just send that over to like a news station, and it spread around some of the bits in the United States. And it was like that for a couple of days until someone said, "That's from a fucking movie." You all got trolled. That was brilliant. Fantastic. So what's this? What is this fucking movie? Right. Okay. So this movie is Shark Attack Three Megalodon. It is a sequel to the Shark Attack series. Um, the first two films, Shark Attack and Shark Attack Two, were actually had cinema releases, right? So these those two were actually launched in cinemas. All oh, right. The third one was straight to DVD, which uh, which makes sense. But the funny thing is, surely the, the third one now is the most infamous. Yeah. I don't know the other two. Yeah. But you know, when it was launched, it's like oh, they, they probably knew like this is a piece of shit. So they went straight to video, right? It w- and here's something. When you watch that movie, yeah, we, we watched a rather um, pixelated, rough version of it because we couldn't, we couldn't get the DVD on time. Mm. And it, it, there's no streaming sites that could do it properly, legitimately. So I had to find a version that felt like it came, that looked like it was being streamed on dial-up. <laughs> but um, um, but how, when you looked at that movie, if I didn't tell you what year it was made, what kind of era do you think it was made on? It looks like sort of something like '98 or something like that. Like yeah. late, yeah. Yeah, it looked. It looked. It had moments of a very '90s, right? Yeah. 
this movie was made in 2002, 2003. Mm. All right. Which you could say, ah, yeah, it's still got that thing, but there's some really 90s bullshit throughout the movie. Yeah. Right? So it was made by that. It was notably famous featuring, it's notable for featuring things like John Barrowman, who, who we now know is famous, for, you know, for Doctor Who, Torchwood, and Arrow, you know, and stuff like that. Yeah. So he's, uh, so it's very powerful for him as well. And it stars a few mixed characters and actors, a lot of them who have never really acted in their lives. Which uh, makes sense for some of the characters. Um, what's interesting, though, is that um, the actress lead, uh, Jenny McShane, right, she starred in the first Shark Attack movie. All right. But played a completely different role. What the fuck? So she's been in two movies playing two different things. So if you were going to do some kind of weird Shark Attack continuity, you could say Twin Sister. Yeah. Or something stupid like that. I mean, you can get away with that if it's a minor character, but if it's like, you know... A big mm. character, a big actor playing a big role in, in two movies. It's just so weird. Yeah. I know, right? But say, I'm not saying there's any kind of aficionados in the Shark Attack fandom. Like someone goes like, what the fuck is this? That's bollocks. You are this character, you know? <laughs> oh, man. So this movie was launched and it basically got launched. It was basically under the radar, right? So no one really got to hear of this until the internet properly became a thing, right? Because this film is notable because of certain clips that became popular around the internet and because of that news scam I told you about, right? It's due to the completely unconvincing special effects, the size-changing shark, because the shark has changed size multiple times, and the bizarre dialogue, which, as we'll go through, we'll understand why, right? Yeah, it's because of the the stock footage used. Yeah, it's impossible to determine the size of the shark. Like it, oh met multiple God, yeah. times, it's like, well, how big is it? I don't know. <laughs> it doesn't look intimidating enough. Right, <laughs> here we go. Ready for three sixty p power? Yes. <laughs> it's just gonna look like. We just got it. it. It'll just look like it came out of an 80s VHS tape to a five. But the thing is, with analog, it's it's even though it's low quality, it's smooth. There's no blocks. It's not pixels, is it? Yeah, so this is going to be a little bit. Yeah. But you know what? It was either this or buying the DVD, mm. and the DVD was extortionate. Actually, yeah. Finding a good price for this, right? I it cost eight quid for a DVD of this one. You know, maybe because it's become one of those movies that's so rare now. That you have to like, ah. It's funny when I was reading some of the YouTube comments. Yeah, uh, they were like, it's like people clearly didn't get get why people appreciate it. You know, people were saying st- obvious stuff like, "Don't watch this movie, guys. The acting is terrible, and it's not." A great movie. It's like, yeah, and we know this. It's called <laughs> Shark Attack 3 Megalodon. It's not Oscar worthy. Uh oh. Most of the movie was admittedly done with stock footage. That's what is mentioned here. They mentioned it with stock footage. The reason why they had is because they couldn't, they only could afford a couple of visual effect shots of the shark mm. and one re- and one really unconvincing puppet. Yeah. Right? That's all they could afford. So they had to manipulate everything else with stock footage, but they had to go through thousands of shark footage in order to find the ones that act in the same way as they wanted to. Mm. They even tried to film some actual sharks live on set, which failed miserably. Mm. Which means you've got, like, the same shark, 
being played by four different sharks. They're all four different sharks, all of different size. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then... And, 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 just, and so basically, the most of the money and all that kind of stuff kind of didn't really... It wasn't really there. The visual effects shots were funny because they only had three or four visual effects shots of a shark, like CGI shark, right? Mm. The, they couldn't do any others because it's all they ran out of money. Yeah. So this is why, as you later on graph throughout the movie, it's probably you know as well, they use the same visual effects shots like four times. Mm. Like the one being eaten, the, the guy eating the when the shark gets eaten eats an entire fucking boat. That shot's used four times. They just replace what it's eating, don't they? They, yeah. just, they just photoshopped it into their mouth instead, <laughs> yeah. and that is brilliant. Ah, and that's the kicker of this movie. The movie itself is more the fact that it's the shark that does this movie, because in terms of the visual effects and everything else, it's just garbage but i honestly would recommend that bit at least just to watch these clips if you can't do it to watch the whole clips but it's just great so other than that though there isn't a lot in terms of facts about this movie but the one thing that john barman admittedly said that john barman said he, he john barman said he only did the movie for the money at the time he was he was pretty broke and needed the cash yeah. and he's now and he's very very embarrassed for being involved in any of it yeah which he said, for example, he said that when last last time we talked, when Jonathan Ross, who is already a famous film buff as it is, yeah. mentioned this to him, yeah, and it's like you know, I loved you in like things like I loved you in things like Doctor Who and Torchwood and stuff, but I really liked you in Shark Attack Three Megalodon. And then he's hanging his head in shame. Yeah, it's just like because he, I mean, other than his like cheesy game shows and stuff. He's done quite respectable acting roles after this, hasn't he? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, he's done a lot of TV, a mm. lot of good TV, yeah. like Doctor Who, Torchwood, Arrow. He's mm. in good television. Yeah. So obviously, if you want to be seen as a professional, you don't want on your CV really that you did Shark Attack Three Megalodon. He's, he's been trying to hide it under the rug for so long. <laughs> Do you know with some really bad movies, right? Do you always notice sometimes at the beginning, you're like, actually, it doesn't look half bad right now, right? Yeah, the setup is like, I read on on uh, YouTube on the on the comments, someone was saying the entire budget went on the introduction. <laughs> it looks good. <laughs> yeah. It's like they got the setup, they got the submarine, the boat. Don't worry, we'll make up the lost time. Isn't Porter done with that cable patch yet? Repeat, this is Beltris. 100 yards. <laughs> I love you just playing around with the cigar, putting it in. It's the serious, put it back in. Oh, it's even more serious. The resolution is so low that it kind of looks like a Cadbury's chocolate finger. <laughs> Do you remember as a kid you used to have those like fake cigarette matchbox things? They were candy. Uh oh. Here it comes! Did you see the... Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Look at well, that. I can blood. see blood. Come in. Oh, he's properly turned to sushi there. <laughs> so, what happens in this movie? So, it first starts off where it seems like there's this corporation called the Apex Corp or something like that, right? Apex mm. Communications. Um... And the Apex Communications are trying to do all this underwater wiring, as it were, for, like, you know, fibre optics, which is, you know, what it's it's a thing, you know, like, because Virgin's doing yeah. it and stuff like that, right? So, for, uh, large piping. 
But... They're the just, thing, like, testing out some new technology, aren't they? Yeah. yeah, it's like, this is going to be the fastest way to communicate through telephone and internet ever. It's so mm. fast and clean and smooth and whatever. It's... It, it's, it's Obviously, with bad movies, you know when they try to explain, like, something that's supposed to be really technical, but they don't? Yeah. Like, you don't really go for any detail. Well, they don't understand the technology yet, do they, really? <sighs> they just kind of just just make it up as they go along. It's like, all the electrofibers go through the shigamadoodle and the whatchamacallit, it goes through under the water pipes, and there we go, boom, 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 you've got yourself a toaster. It's not what it sounds like. Uh, so, the opening shot is what clearly what seems to me where they spend all the fucking money in this movie. Yeah, because it opens, the movie opens, and you're thinking, oh, it's quite respectable, I'm surprised. It's yeah. quite, it looks like a, an average kind of movie, this like, opening. It looks, it looks like they spent all the money on it, because they go down, they seem to go off this giant barge, mm. and they go into the water to try and fix up and add more to the piping. Mm. But then something mysterious happens, where the, <laughs> I love it when the guy on the radar is just talking, it's like, oh no. There, there, there seems to be a, a thing coming. And then the guy, the other guy comes in holding the cigar. <laughs> Got a cabbage chocolate finger in his mouth. Because <laughs> it's not a real cigar. It's not beefy enough for a real cigar, is it? No, and he, he kind of talks like this. A bit like Mo from The Simpsons. He kind of talks like, like a really bad guy. <laughs> a really bad... Yeah, like, shit, yeah. Like, he's like one of the actors in the, in the film where there's, there's a few of these where it looks like they've just totally replaced their dialogue. Yeah. Like, like it, and it's not even... It's not like they've just, like... Um, they've replaced it with a different actor, by the sound of it. It doesn't even sound like it match up with who's <laughs> there visually. Like, it, it, Yeah. It, it feels like, as well, though, that if that was not dubbed, like some of those bits, mm. then the direction on this is garbage. Mm. Because, the, obviously, the weird sea captain, who's going like, bah, shit, bah, whatever it is, has been told... It can't. It basically looks like he's just reading the lines, but you say read it like Mo Sislak or read it like your Al Capone. <laughs> and you're like, oh no, there seems to be. Oh, it's turning this way, man. And just, <laughs> it's like, what? Okay. By that point, we're going. Okay, this is uh, this is definitely something. Yeah, he's just he's just like a stereotypical sort of sea t- sea captain guy, isn't he? Yeah. Uh, well, but there's a big giant shark comes in. We don't know at the beginning whether what which what's what the size a shark is or whatever because it fucking changes throughout the movie, and it just goes and just eats a guy, mm. and we couldn't see very well not because of the poor quality of the video we watched, but also I think it's because it just did a lot of shaking. One shot of which I think is another visual effect shot of the mouth just chewing. Yeah. Did you ever notice like, it has to look like really fake teeth just appear on the screen once in a while? Like, chomp. Yeah. I mean, you can see what they were trying to do. They're trying to do that thing where they don't reveal so much so that it, it keeps it sort of mysterious and the, the tension going. But, it, I don't know, it just doesn't, doesn't... It's not paying off, is it? It's not kind of working but too this, much. But this is the thing, and you were talking about this on the podcast uh, while we were doing the, uh, while watching the film, commentary. Mm. But... It is true. Let's actually diverge for a little second. Like, what do we think of shark movies in general now? Because, obviously, Jaws is the granddaddy of shark movies, right? Yeah. It's one that's done well. And all the mistakes and all the things that happened in in Jaws were done in a way that was so masterful that you never noticed it, right? Mm. Like, the whole idea is that Steven Spielberg actually knew that his shark model was a bit rubbish. Mm. That's why you never got to see a lot of the shark. Because they said, like, let, keep it in their imagination. And so when the shark does pop up, you're like, whoa! Yeah. Did not see that coming. 
um, you know, and the whole thing about getting him off the beach and all that and got Jaws and stuff, that is the granddaddy of it. Mm. So then what do you think about all the kind of shark movies that came after that? Well, they were just obviously just trying to emulate that, aren't they? But the thing is with Jaws was everything about it that was so masterfully done. Mm. Like, and, and the acting was great. Like, yeah. and the story's good. The pacing is fantastic. And if you don't get all that bang on, it just falls dead, doesn't it? Like, yeah, you have yeah. to. It's, it's a combination of things that has to be perfect for it to work. It's a perfect storm of a film, mm. right? Because yeah. to be honest, this movie, that movie, could have gone either way. It's mm. like. Imagine, imagine a world where Jaws did terribly mm. because they did some bad choices. Like they showed more of the shark or the acting was taken too comically than serious, you know, mm. or something. Like if something was a little off, imagine we would have a whole series of different things where one shark movies wouldn't exist, but blockbusters wouldn't exist. Yeah. Because like Jaws didn't happen. Fuck, mm. you know? So, but ever since then... Let's say, like the other Jaws films, for example, they never really recaptured that one, didn't they? No. Although I do like, I've got a soft spot for some of the other Jaws movies. Such as? Which is the one with Michael Caine in? Four. <laughs> Jaws four. This time it's personal. <laughs> it's so funny. <laughs> There's a 3D one as well. Yeah, it? yeah, that's the third one. Yeah. Where, the thing is, apparently, when basically Jaws attacks SeaWorld... <laughs> That was funny. And the thing is, because it was doing 3D, it was 80s 3D, so the shark, the shark would be swimming in slow like slow motion going towards the camera, and it'd be cutting back and going, oh, my God, it's heading this way! Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, no, it's still coming! Mm-hmm. And it just hit. I was like, oh, God. Um, but interesting fact about Jaws 4, right? Mm. Michael Caine, My- Michael Caine, <laughs> right, uh, only did the role... Because he because he read the script and the first line he said was Bahamas. So he just he literally just went to that role and goes, this was a trip to the Bahamas. He didn't care about the movie whatsoever. He just did it because it was a free trip to the Bahamas. Yeah. <laughs> Which is fucking brilliant. So I think because how Jaws did so well and all the other ones just started to go crappily. That in no long, no one ever can take shark movies seriously anymore, no. right? Which is why you then get things like Deep Blue Sea, which yeah. is another classic one. Um, <laughs> Deep Blue Sea is a classic. With, with is that a, a genetically modified? Genetically shark. modified shark. Yeah. That that it's the the only reason why you watch that movie is because you got LL Cool J in it and Samuel Jackson who gets who just gets eaten by this fuck off shark right after doing this very powerful monologue. He does this very powerful speech. And they're like, oh, God, it's fucking moving. This is it's powerful. And it's like, oh, wait, so first we need to plug up this hole. It just gets fucking eaten. Yeah. And then they've, they've tried other things with the genre, haven't they? Like, they've done, like, uh, is op- Open Water, is that a shark movie? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah that yeah. would be a shark film because it's yeah. basically two people left in shark-infested waters. Mm. I've not seen it, but apparently it's a found footage movie, isn't yeah. it? Uh, and there's this one more recent one, The Shallows, is what yeah, 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 yeah. Not and seen, I've not seen that either. But um, yeah, they've tried to do different things with it. Not all of them are copying Jaws, but like, no. Yeah. But you can kind of feel like it's rare that shark movies are taken as something serious, right? Mm. 
So because because people say, oh, we want to bring fear back into sharks again. But sharks are already scary creatures as it is. They are dinosaurs of the sea. So, you know, you don't have to make it so like we've got to do this again. But the problem with this now is that they also realize that shark movies are also surprisingly cheap to make. Yeah. All you've got to do is be build a one or two props of a shark, like a fin or, 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 or the mouth, whatever it is, and CGI it. Now, so this is why we get things like all the Sharknado movies. Mm. Um, while we get, um, like, a giant shark, like, Mega Shark versus Giant Octopus, mm. or Sharktopus versus Were Whale, or uh, House Shark. That's the one you, you sent yeah. to me. That looks like a joke, but it's a real movie. It's been made. Uh, House how Shark, a movie where a shark is able to go on land and decides to to terrorise one homeowner. <laughs> what? It's so stupid. And then we discovered two-headed shark, three-headed shark, four-headed shark, like, five-headed shark, like six-headed shark. It's a metaphor for being on the property ladder. Yes, <laughs> yes! Because when you were describing that, it's like, oh, God. It's just like, you've got that, you have six-headed shark, you've got mecha shark, mecha shark versus, uh, versus uh, robot something. It's like... You can see how it's ballooned to, like, ridiculous. Oh, there's one called Demon Shark. Yeah. Demon Shark. Devil Shark. That's it, I believe it is. Well, basically, it's a shark that gets possessed by the devil. Mm. So, in other words, they also not only do they have to kill the shark, they also need to call an exorcist. God. So, out of all that, this is multitude of choice there for shark movies. Why did you opt for this one, then? This is because this, to me, is where I personally think shark movies went so kilter and people started to realize that bad shark movies are profitable and funny mm. because shark attack 3 megalodon is very cultish for literally how bad it is right yeah but you can almost see how all the other really bad shark movies after that are trying to do the same mm. or if they're not trying to do the same they're poking fun of it yeah like you know like like i said it's um like all the sharknado movies the reason why I don't like all the Sharknado movies is because it's it knows it's a joke from the get-go, right? Yeah, and that's why we would kind of avoid that on this show because it's like we, we tend to like accidental yes. humour, don't we? Yeah, Yeah. one's it's like the movie's taking itself seriously, mm. but it's just a bit shit, right? Because yeah. Shark, Sharknado knows it's rubbish. The title itself knows. In fact, all the subtitles for all the other ones, are they? It's like Shark uh, Sharknado, here we go again. Isn't Sharknado, the, holy isn't shit. The, uh, isn't the main character the guy from Beverly Hills Nano to an Yes! Yeah. And Tara Reed. <laughs> yeah. Who's who's playing like a marine biologist, which is you can't believe that anyway. She went off in the world, didn't she? <laughs> well she, well well she, well she's put something in the world. I don't know what it is. Is but what's weird with these movies is they're not even on the beach anymore, are they? The sharks are just kind of like <laughs> We're moved beyond the beach and we're now going on the property ladder. <laughs> it's stupid. It's so stupid. So that's why I picked this one. Oh god. And then Six months later, we're in Mexico. Because obviously when you think of Mexico, that's the first thing that pops into your head, doesn't it? Get a mariachi band in here, stat! 
let's just throw in all the stereotypes. Uh, we haven't seen someone with a sombrero yet, so we'll wait. Right. Here, Ben Hello, John Barrowman. And already he's getting the ladies, which is odd. <laughs> Everyone here is a little bit too perky, right? Mm. For me, it's just like, everyone's happy. Oh, look, this misogyny. Oh, look, the stereotyping. We're all happy to be here. <laughs> That's stock footage. What? What's happening? <laughs> So you got an old guy fishing, and they're like making out in the background. I think she's grappling like his nuts. <laughs> What's happening? It's like, how you not? How do you not know that they're banging right behind you? Uh oh. Okay. So once, once that happens, one of the guys gets eaten by a shark. We're not sure, or we're not entirely sure about it because the shark changes multiple times, as we know. So then, cut to, then cuts. Six months later, we're now in Mexico. Mm. And I love how we get introduced into it because all you just hear is most, is literally the entire, like, like, like a full, like, band. It's a literal mariachi band, kicks off. That's the first thing you hear and the first thing you see. And then you just go into this resort and it's like, they're, so they're all supposed to be on this cool Mexican resort on the beach, right? Yeah. And then we're introduced to John Barrowman. Yeah. Now, John Barrowman in this film, one of the things we know of John Barrowman is that he is incredibly camp in some things we've seen on him. Mm. So, like, uh, when he's doing game shows or he's doing hosting stuff. Yeah. And they played around with that on TV, right? Yeah. Because, you know, like... You know, Captain Hartness and all that. You know, he's uh, he's bi- he, he's a bisexual man. He's not even bisexual. I think he's just, like, space sexual or whatever it is called. Where he's like, he loves all species, right? He loves everything, right? He just, when he, when he finds something really attractive, he just wants to put something in him. Um, <laughs> just like, oh, you got tentacles? We're fine. You know? Um, and in Arrow as well, there's a bit of ambiguity and there's a, quite a few things as well. So they do play on that. So therefore, he can be a bit more himself, right? Yeah. And he's a good actor in that way. But to him, to, for this knowing, this is before he got really big and no band, how we know how he acts. It's so bizarre seeing him being like this cheeky, chappy, flirty sort of character. He's just action hero straight man, isn't he? Meant to be in this. Yeah, like. yeah, but he, he has a sort of smile that's a bit more of a cheeky chappy. Yeah. So it's like, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> yeah. It's like, John, stop. It's it's almost like he's trying too hard. Mm. It's like saying, like, he's trying too hard. It's like, no, I'm totally straight. I'm totally straight. And I'm not saying like that. It's just, it feels like he's trying too hard. All the direction is really shit yeah. to do that. So we're interested in John Barrowman. And he is, seems to be like it's like a lifeguard kind of thing of the beach. Yeah, well, he's ba- he's basically he's. I mean, the, the movie is kind of ripping off Jaws all the time. He he's like 
the main character Jaws, isn't he? Like, yeah. you know, protector of the beach type of thing. Protector like, of the beaches. Like, like a like a lifeguard, pretty much. Yeah. Or in charge of security on the beach area. Like, yeah. Yeah. So he's there, and he's mm. just going around, and 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 he's with and and he's with his buddy, his Mexican buddy, who 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 is his bitch. There's a whole weird conversation where John Barrowman says, "It's like, well." It's like, so why are you always so harsh on me, man? Because the guy sounds like a Scarface ripoff. So why are you so harsh on me, man? Why are you doing my buzz, man? And the other guy goes, well, because you're my... And John Barrowman says, well, because you're my bitch. <laughs> what does he say today? Does he say, oh, yeah. you wish, man. Yeah, you Oh, agree. you wish. <laughs> and John Barrowman's cheeky, raising an eyebrow, going, well, maybe. Mm. <laughs> it's awful. <laughs> Why do I let you talk me into things like this? Because you're my bitch. <laughs> you wish. Uh, oh, he wishes? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Because you're my bitch. You wish. It's not really camp, is it? Of course it is. This is what makes it funnier, because... I'm not saying that John Barham is not a great actor, right? But knowing how John Barrowman's like... Mm. Like, have you ever seen him, like, when he's, like, a host of a TV show? Mm. God, he's as camp as a row of pink tents. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, just to see him go, like, well, you're my bitch, like, well... <laughs> it's fucking great. I think they probably cast him as, like, a straight leading man, because... He tradi- he's traditionally good-looking, and he kind of looks like a, a, a leading man, like a normal kind of yeah, uh, like an ab- look, yeah. average like leading man, doesn't it? Yeah, but, but he also looks a little bit too cheeky. Yeah. You know, because when he smiles, that's not a smile like, hey, that's more like, oh, I'm doing something a little naughty. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> and the funny thing is, so here's an interesting factoid as well, right? Okay, even though... And this is probably the reason why as well, why the movie is badly dubbed. And a yeah. bit off, okay? The movie is not a fully American production, mm. okay? Do you want to know what the other two production com- countries were? The other people who, pl- who applied actors and scenery and other things as well? South Africa and, right. and, is- and Israel in particular. Okay. So a lot of actors from Israel were involved in this movie. So they are probably the ones that sound obviously dubbed then. Yes. Yeah. So you've got about you've got the four you've got four main actors that are clearly what about two you've got three main actors who are actually American, right? The rest of them are from random countries, but predominantly Israel and Poland and South Africa. Yeah. And so and oddly enough, this is the funny thing. We're in Mexico, not a single Mexican. Not a the, si- um, other than one actor who is actually Spanish. The the, the older guy that um, he ends up being like the mentor type character. Yes, he, he, he's really familiar. He's been in lots of stuff, hasn't he? Yeah, yeah, he's he's yeah. he's been around. Yeah. So this is why, for example, the Mexican. You do you know his buddy? He's supposed to be like this Mexican guy, right? Mm. He is not from Mexico. He's from Bulgaria. So it's Bulgaria, and I think what happens is that maybe he's trying to do a Mexican accent, failed miserably, and this is why, which is something we notice in the movie, a lot of the actors have been dubbed over, and dubbed over terribly. Yeah. Because, 
you've got a whole bunch of Bulgarian, Polish, Israeli actors whose, whose uh, English isn't their first language mm. because it's probably cheaper to do that or the, or the main sort of financial crux is Israeli. So it was really weird like then because some of the actors that were responding to their their dialogue if yes. that was if it was in their uh, own language yes they were kind of just like, winging it winging it because they don't really know what they've said unless they speak the language mm. so they kind of just like okay i guess i i remembered my lines so i'll just repeat my lines yes yeah, so there's no. no like actual understanding of what they were saying no Okay, so these two go off and go off into the middle of the sea because John Barrowman says, "Like I'm going to get you some lobster. Yeah, I'm going to get some lobster fishing." So he goes to the lobster fishing and, and notices the big pipe mm. has been built. But he finds he's trying to get a couple of things. He's trying to chase down the lobster, and he finds this. Ju- he finds a fairly big shark tooth. Yeah, at this stage, it's just kind of fairly big, isn't it? Like, yeah, so yeah. it's just it's about it's about a couple of inches. Yeah, so let's say about three inches, which is quite a big tooth, right? So about mm. three inches. So you're like, oh shit, that's big. Right, so it's about two or three inches. Grabs it, and then it's then obviously the uh, the security of the of the pipe of of Apex Communications goes in and say, "Stop playing around with our fucking pipes." Yeah, basically, they say, "Oh, the shark's trying to eat it, though." That's like, "Oh, it'll be fine." Nah, no, it won't be. Do you, do you think they, those pipes are quite shallow, aren't they? Like they don't go, they seem to go down that deep. It should be like, fit. Yeah, I thought it would go think- like stupid deep. You think you'd have like those pipes? You'd you have like the cabling, like you test it mm. out. You'd have it like so low that people aren't going to interfere with it, kind of thing. Yeah, but but, but people are just tripping all over it, aren't they? Kind of like, yeah, the way. But... Look at this cables everywhere. No, I'm just having a thought. Like someone just walk and go, whoop! Oh, oh, that's shallow. <laughs> Early noughties internet. <laughs> All websites look like this. It's like, oh, what? <laughs> that is not how a camera works! He <laughs> 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 saw that, like, scan. Just did a perfect scan of it from a photo. And it was, <laughs> the, it was the wrong direction as well! Oh. <laughs> This is what I love about some of these movies, like the, you know how in the nineties and noughties how they thought like the internet would work and how like technology would work, and it's fucking bollocks. Mm. Like, what was it? Oh man, it's just fantastic. I wish it worked like that, that way. <laughs> My God. I mean, if you, if they were gonna do it like that, why didn't they just have him have like a scanner and he just put it in a scanner? And... Too high tech for him. Yeah. Because a scanner tech. image would look similar to that. Like... Yeah, it would do, but you know, no. <laughs> <laughs> I can only afford a camera. <laughs> John Barrowman's got the shark tooth. He looks at it and thinks, that's a fucking big one. So he goes and tries to introduce it to the internet. <laughs> how do they, how does he scan this fucking well, tooth? It's, it's absolutely hilarious because he's, he's searching on there and he, he's got these like sort of like old fashioned kind of like, you know, 1998 websites. Website. But then, nah, I can't recognise it. I need to to get it into the computer. (laughs) And he's got, like, a little digital camera, like a proper sort of 2000-era digital camera right next to the computer plugged in. 
and he like takes a picture like right close to the lens, <laughs> like so that it's completely blocking what I take a picture of, <laughs> and like it just appears on the screen like a perfectly scanned tooth. It's brilliant. <laughs> I, I wish can be. I wish. I wish cameras worked like that. Yeah. It's the perfect like it's like it doesn't even show his hand like holding it. He's holding it diagonally. He's not holding it straight up and it apparently goes perfect tooth scan. Yeah, I mean how could they expect how could they think that people would just accept that that's how technology works? What yeah. I find really funny is like why do why is it only until very recently why is it that a lot of like movies do not understand technology? Mm. What I mean is, like, why do they not understand how the internet works? Why do not people understand how cameras work? Like, I mean, you can understand it if it's like futuristic technology because yeah. it's not available yet, so they kind of just got to guess how that would work. Yeah, but, but the when in- it's stuff that is available, yeah, it's like the internet know- was there, and a camera is not a scanner. <laughs> Stupid. It's like, do you know what? It's also sometimes when things get a bit dumb. Like, do you know that famous sort of? Um, it's a meme now, but do you remember back in the day? You know that song with Nelly and Kelly Rowland. You know, a really bad, terrible song. Do you remember the music video for it? You might not remember it, but there's a bit where Kelly Rowland... Oh, is it where she's looking at, like... An Excel page to send a text message. Yeah, it's like... Oh, like the, the early days of texting, right? Yeah, but, but it's not like it's basically it's like a PDA, isn't it, kind of thing? Yeah, but what it is, uh, you know, she's she's got like she's got like this BlackBerry or something, right? And texting is normal, right? You could text on a BlackBerry, but it seems like she's writing the text on um, Excel, <laughs> and then she's annoyed. It's a funny, it's, it's a spreadsheet. Yeah, and it, and what funny is, I'm and what funny is, is like then she's annoyed that no one responded to her text. <laughs> I'm like, are you sure you sent it? You did you just write it on a fucking spreadsheet? Yeah. What's wrong with you, you dipshit? Yes, yeah, you're right there. That is an example of just technology just being used oddly in in like media. You know, yeah. it's just it's so weird. Like, so much to do. I have to catalog all this stuff and get it down to the prep area. Bonnie's been waiting sixty five million years. I think she can wait a half hour while you grab a Why sandwich. does he sound why does she sound why does he sound like kind of a drunk Christopher Walken? I'll see you tomorrow. Yeah. This way Yeah, his voice about it's like it's about million years. Yeah. It's like it doesn't suit his appearance. Just, I would love if that was Christopher Walken's voice. It goes in and it's like, you know, the shark. You know, it can wait. What are you looking for? Oh, that hold it. That uh, <laughs> video, that interview with Foo Fighters, when it, Dave Grohl's an impression of that was perfect. Yeah. Oh, ladies and gentlemen, Foo Fighters, <laughs> Foo Fighters. Oh. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Her face is just like just saw the pictures. Oh. What was that meant to be? That shot. Right. That's meant to be the sunset. I think or sunrise. I have no idea. You want to see me? Ah, oh, man. Thanks for coming. This is Jeff Dolly. He's CEO at Apex Communication. This and movie's got a bunch of accents that I have no idea where they're coming from. Sure, thank you. Mr. Dolly has a large number of guests staying at the resort. Really. So maybe it just sounds like bad ADR, doesn't it? I think I wouldn't be surprised if most of this was really badly dubbed. And the harbor master says you're 
That would be me. I uh, stopped by your office and they said that I might be able to catch you down here. Well, you caught me. Hi, I'm Cat Stone. I'm a marine biologist from San Diego Aquarium. I saw your message on the internet. Well, that was fast. <laughs> she looks sort of like a Baywatch babe kind of thing. Yeah, totally. It's like you know, I've, I've got, I've got, I got a degree in like you know marine biology, but I also got a, an amazing rack. <laughs> They're like the two things on her CV. <laughs> degree in marine biology, awesome rack. You're hired. You're blonde too, even better. What did you say? Once he's magically scanned his tooth with a camera, he said the most ridiculously cheap-looking email I've ever seen to the website of sharks and says, like, does anyone recognise this tooth? I need some info, right? Mm. This is where we then suddenly were introduced to Tits McGee over there, um, all the way in California, called who's, who's, um, who's basically been played by a woman called Jenny McShane, right? Yeah. She's just like your Baywatch-type looking woman yeah and you know what's funny though this is just me as well i think is it but she looks a bit like tara reed mm. which is again if sharknado was trying to poke fun of it totally so let's get someone to look like that tara reed perfect so <laughs> this so basically she seems to be a sort of a like a fossil nut right she's a she's a historian and suddenly she sees this giant tooth on floating on the internet the interwebs and says Oh my God! Omg! <laughs> but she, I love how she said it because because this. Okay, can I talk about her acting for a minute? It's fucking shit, isn't it? Uh, do you think she's? I don't think she's like uh, ADR though. I think that's just her. That's literally her. Yeah. Because I think the three main leads, the three main leads who are the Americans. Those were not ADR. Yeah, because you, you can tell that it just sounds like it's the recording of when they were there. You know, so, like. me, that she just she's just a bit shit, mm. right? This woman and so Jenny McShane, because when she finds her too, she says, "Oh my god!" But she goes, "Oh my god!" And you're like, "Where's the enthusiasm?" She'd be so excited about it. It's a, it's a job, you know. It's like it's a big it's a, development. It's a, oh my god! It's a big development in her career. This would be. Yeah. She'd be kind of really impressed and kind of like wow. Or or she could be terrified, going, "Oh my god, if this is what I think it is, yeah. the world's in trouble." And you're like, you know, you think a bit of like gravitas or a bit of anything. No, she sounds monotone. Oh int- my god. <laughs> The entire movie! Like, there's a bit later on where, where, where she's trying to save this girl who, who, who's like a parachute jumper, right? And she, and, and she doesn't know how to fucking grab a woman because every time she grabs her, like, her arm just slips. It's like, uh, it's like, what are her arms made out of? Vaseline? <laughs> I don't know. And then, and then the shark just eats, and eats the parachute lady. Yeah, and her face is uh, her face of like terror and and, uh, and being upset. It's just oh, oh my <laughs> god! It's literally the same thing. <laughs> Water slide. Woo. <laughs> They're going at it while going down the slide. That's. Well, that's a new way of, of, of calling it. I need to slide it in. <laughs> <laughs> da, 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 da. Hey! 
I don't know if that would actually be too fun or too distracting. When you're on a water slide, you just want to enjoy the slide, surely. Don't you? He's like, you're on... Ah, it's, no, it's not working. Uh-oh. <laughs> oh! <laughs> looks so... Dramatic shot, <laughs> and then it just fades out. Yep. Most of the deaths is like so pixelated; you can't really see what's Not going on. Not even that. Even when even when it isn't, you can see like all you see is like a really cheap like pair of teeth mm. and stock footage and just blood and a ra- this one case a random woman just pulling off oh, her mask. <laughs> like why? And then more shark attacks occur. Like there's one bit where go- where where it looks like a couple gets eaten while they're going on a water slide. <laughs> they're like their uh, fetish is clearly like water. <laughs> they're kind of like let's let's just do it while going down the slide. <laughs> it's like you can go down on me while going down on the slide. Ah, <laughs> uh, and they reach the bottom, and right at the bottom, the fucking sharks actually waiting for them just eats them both. Yeah, it's fucking brilliant. <laughs> It's funny if he's just like, his mouth is just completely <laughs> over at the end of the slide. Just waiting at the bottom of it. It's like it's nighttime, wait for it, it goes like, nom, 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 nom. Wait, it's coming, it's coming. Nom, 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 nom. Ah! <laughs> that would have been perfect. So, all that's happening. John Barrowman finally goes to what seems to be the head honcho, right, who owns the beach and, or, and also the leader of Apex uh, Communications. The Apex Communicator guy looks... Uh, Fucking weird. Like, he's got this, like, almost bulldog, pit bull kind of, like, face. He's, like, scrunch up and really fucking leathery. And then you've got the guy who owns the resort, who's a fucking creep. Always got, like, this bimbo on his arm. Yeah, yeah, it's always, it's always like this bimbo. The first shot we see of them together is the bimbo sitting up right next to uh, the resort owner. And all he's doing while talking a very serious threat about these sharks, are, you know, we, we, we have a situation involving possible shark attacks. And, and, the apex, and the apex guy going, look, we can't do anything about that right now. We're very focused on this whole opening of the cable thing and so on and so forth. But it's like, yeah, but the shark's eating the cable. While all that's happening, this guy is just stroking this bimbo's knee the entire time. Yeah. And it's not even like, you know, it's not like putting a hand over him, being seductive. No, it's just going like... What was so funny about the scene was the fact that it's only later we kind of realised that that's what it was him that was doing it because of the way it's edited and the way... You can't tell who's... You're, like, you're thinking... Because yeah. you there's no evidence, like, from above the table when they're looking. He doesn't look at her at any point. Yeah. To, to, to the audience to know, oh, that, that's, he's doing that. Yeah. So it could just be anyone's <laughs> hand on her knee. <laughs> what? How funny would it have been if we was like, well, I didn't touch her, I didn't touch her, who yeah. fucking touched her? <laughs> it's really shitly edited. The movie itself is not usually badly edited. I think it's mostly because, you know, they had to work off what they got. The shark attacks, trying to hide the shark attacks, that was really shitly edited. I couldn't fucking tell what was happening half the time. And that one is just a marvel of what the fuckery, right? I think with the shark attacks, mostly they edit it in a way deliberately to confuse the audience so that they, they can try and hide special, bad special effects and stuff like that. Yeah, but that. it's also, yeah. like, really bad motion blur and yeah. stuff like that. And it's just kind of... It's kind of making you feel a bit gross. It feels, it feels a bit sickly. Yeah. <laughs> 
I don't like playing games, Cat. Neither do I. So what do you say we both get what we want? I can study the shark, and you can protect your beaches. Beast cruising around in circles all day. What? Ah, those such a bitch. <laughs> First sign of trouble, I'm taking it out. Fair enough. Uh oh. Smart ass. Well, excuse me. <laughs> I love if all this has been dubbed over Someone had to direct that And say like Can you just say excuse me But be really sassy about it Well excuse me Hey guys Check this out I was going through yesterday's footage Yeah cause normally Like ADR can be More, more flat can't it Than the actual yeah. recorded dialogue So yeah. normally it's but it's gone the opposite way. They've yeah, kind of like emphasized it too much. And, of... and they've accent and they've made some things minor and then some accented hey, weird words sometimes. Oh, we're it's Those two are going to get eaten so hard. <laughs> I thought for one minute yeah. that, that it wasn't... You know when it panned down, I thought it was just the cameraman just likes her ass. Like, yeah, I, didn't, I, I didn't think it was going to cut to them looking at her. Do you know what I would have liked, right, if you didn't cut to the other two guys, right, and the camera pans down and you keep walking, and then she turns around and say, and then... <laughs> and then another butt shot! Toys are actually what it's all about. Oh, my God. So, just... Here, oh. Underwater lipstick camera. Looks pretty smart, isn't he? Hey! <laughs> um, and then <laughs> this is where, you know, Tits McGeek finally comes in from, uh, from California. <laughs> and <laughs> I've got to keep calling her Tits McGee because that's all I can think of, right? <laughs> so she goes and sees Tits McGee and... Um, <laughs> It's not at all sexist. I'm sorry, but she's literally just hired because she's a blonde and got tits. This is literally the only reason why she was hired. She has no acting talent in the slightest. She's got like this face. That's all. That's all she is. It's fucking brilliant. I mean, we're seeing quite a pixelated version, but I still, I don't think if we saw a higher quality version, we'd see any more definition in her face. <laughs> no, not at all. Um, so that's the thing. It's like the leads themselves, other than maybe a little bit on John Barrowman's part, do not really add anything to the comedy because they're just re they're not really good actors, right? Mm. Um, although although the mentor guy is actually not half bad because he just well, no, knows no, how to. He's he's a uh, yeah. As I said, he's like a, a familiar actor. I've seen in lots of things, and there's nothing wrong with his performance. He's fine, you know. He's mm. he's he's. he's, he's He's probably another one like John Barryman. He probably regrets doing that movie because he's done some he does respectable some good stuff, afterwards. stuff afterwards. Yeah, because the mentor guy, he ends up. He actually is working for Apex, right? Because mm. he is, I think, he's like head of security. 
Yeah. Or like head of like head of construction kind of thing because he was navy trained and that kind of thing. So he's all like in charge to a point of the construction and the safety of everyone keeping an eye on the wires, right? Well, it happens to be John Barrowman's good buddy, who also happens to also run a really freaking cool yellow submarine. Yeah, it's just like the Beatles' yellow submarine. <laughs> yeah, it's just yellow as well. It's like it's proper bright yellow. It's awesome, right? <laughs> so... <laughs> later on, it turns out she's going off to try and track the Megalodon. So she goes, tracks the Megalodon, and you've got this awesomely stupid shot. I think you remember this one. Where they both come out, they both go out of the van. And they're about to go towards the beach, towards the harbour. Yeah. And uh, you've got the two guys, the two media guys. One's the cameraman, one who's just a douchebag. Right? Yeah, what's the thing I do? There's a camera guy, and the other guy is just there just to, to poke fun at people. Yeah, and also just to be really sort of, like, gross pervy on the Tits McGee. So oh, yeah, because all he seems to do is have a Sega Game Gear. Yeah, <laughs> and, but at the same time, just the same, just trying to take pictures of her butt and uh, really being a bit handsy and a bit like, uh. you think? I mean, these are the guys that she's chosen to work with. Yeah, so it's like, what the fuck are you doing? What? Why did you pick two clear perverts? Right, because one person claimed to be a boobs man. But the other one claims to be an ass man. And when that was happening, when this is the great bit, and this is the thing that I wish they did it like this, right? The camera sees her get out of the van, and then the camera just pans down to her butt, right? And we just thought for a second the camera just being a fucking pervert, right? Yeah. And then it cuts to them, and it's actually it's butt guy who's looking at that thing, right? Yeah. But this is how I think I would have done it. Because it would have been fucking genius and very meta. It would have broken, like, the fourth wall. The camera goes over. The camera then goes down to her butt, keeps walking for a while. And then she says the line that she would say to the other guy, stop, it's like, look, I know you're looking at my ass. And it's like, oh, no, I'm so sorry. And it'd just be like, it's like almost telling the audience, like, I know you're looking at my butt. Stop looking at my butt. Eyes up here, sir. Yeah. See, that, Eyes up here. That's the kind of thing that would have been like in a in the like a parody movie, isn't it? Though? Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> so, John Barrowman confronts Tits McGee and saying, "Like you're here for a different reason, aren't you? You're lying to me. We've had the shark attacks are getting worse, right? We've got so many people getting eaten, and then it's revealed that Tits McGee has been researching and says, like, you know that tooth you found? It's not a regular shark. It's a megalodon." It's a megalodon. It's a fucking huge-ass dinosaur, right? It's the ancestor of the great white shark. And it says, like, oh, yeah. It's like, these, the big, uh, the, these ones can go as big as 70 feet long and have a mouth span of about 10 feet. So you're thinking, fuck, right? And that's the first thing we think of. Fuck, this is huge. But then you think to yourself, like, that's not that big at the beginning. But then it's like, oh, the only one you got is a baby. It's only 15 feet. Mm. Still fucking terrifying, though. It's 15-foot-long megalodon, big fucking chompers. So, yeah, okay. So, he's basically... So, so John Barrowman's pissed off, saying, you lied to me! I thought we were going to be friends! Whatever. And, <laughs> and so, so, Tits McGee... So, afterwards, they, ha- they have a conversation, and Tits McGee goes on an adventure to go and find the, the now-tracked megalodon, because mm. she's now found a tracker and put it on it, right? Um, and John Barrowman reluctantly goes with her goes with her because she says like 
the moment that shark goes anywhere, I'm going to kill it. It's like, yeah, whatever, right, whatever. To go, He's like attempting to be macho at this point. Like. Proper macho. I am the big man here. I'm the big dog. I'm nobody's bitch. That guy, that Mexican guy who's actually a Bulgarian, yeah, that's my bitch. <laughs> I've got bitches. I ain't nobody's bitch. Oh, no. The parasailer. There's a parasailer. Oh, this is gonna be perfect. Oh! They're drunk too! Oh, this is gonna be perfect! Come on, Barryman! <laughs> oh shit. Uh oh. Oh <laughs> fucking Pedro's gonna get devoured. We're not gonna make it. Gangster black guy at that shit. point. <laughs> We're gonna be calling that the Barman shit now, right? <laughs> shit! <laughs> this is the best. Okay. And then the shark turns his attention to these two drunk ass people on a boat with a parasailer. Yeah. Right? And this is where they introduce the bit with the parasailing and stuff. So the shark goes and attacks the parasailers. And I love it because the Mexican guy, those two, they're like two Mexican guys, Pedro and all that, they're really drunk. Like, wait! I love those guys. They're hilarious. And like, anytime everyone's trying to signal them, even though if it's like really like, dangerous, get off, they're get just off. going, wait! And you're like, move the boat! Wait! There's a shark! Wait! So stupid. <laughs> and so the Megalodon finally attacks it, and Pedro gets eaten. And uh, the other, then the other boat, and then what happens is the shark, bit in a weird, clever way, bites the cable, starts dragging the cable down to take the parasailer out. Yeah. 
So you're like, oh shit. And then John runs. And then this is when John. And when Pedro falls into the water. I love this. When Pedro falls into the water, we get introduced for the first time. John Barrowman saying shit. <laughs> and it is the best I've ever heard. <laughs> you're talking about the shit. Yeah. <laughs> he's holding a pair of binoculars and he goes, shit. <laughs> <laughs> and every time he says shit, it's with some bizarre emphasis. Like, shit. 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 But the thing was, when we were watching it, that became such a thing <coughs> that we now... Is that going to be an in-joke now, isn't it? Like, every the time... The Barrowman and shit. Yes, I'm going to call it the Barrowman shit. Oh, fucking hell. So he says shit, and he goes, right, we've got to go and get the parasailer. And he goes, no, doesn't it? Remember, he says... It's dragging her out to sea. They're already out to sea. They're already in the sea. They're like quite deep into the sea. Like dialogue lines, people. Like what the fuck? I mean, surely the line should have been, "He's dragging her further out to, to sea. sea." Like <laughs> dragging her out to sea. We are at the sea. Uh, so finally, gets dragged out to sea. Apparently, and so the so the boat's trying to so the boat's trying to go and try and get that right. So try to save the parasailer, but fails, right? Because because Tits McGee's got like fucking Vaseline bad or something. Because he just can't grab her. So she's got the shotgun, she's got everything sorted, and she's ready to go out and fucking kill that shark, right? Yeah. She's realizing it's no longer something that needs to be preserved, it needs to be killed. Mm. So to go out again, to go out again to try and kill the shark, right? But the shark's now got a bit of vengeance, a bit of anger, a bit of whatever, because it starts attacking the boat. Throwing chump, starts attacking the boat, knocking the boat right over, and starts eating the hull of the boat. Like this is the thing, like she's throwing the fucking bolts shoot out. <laughs> it's like the the rivets in the boat just pop off like <laughs> champagne corks. <laughs> it's like, oh shit! <laughs> that was awesome though. Because like, God, the sharks got strong and quick. So starts beating it. And then so the shark goes into the hull. Like she eats he eats a hole in the hull. And she's, like, in the corner going, oh, no, oh, no. Even though she's got a shotgun in her hand, she still doesn't know how to fucking, oh, no. And then John Barrowman, who goes down as well, after, like, everyone's getting knocked out, and it's like, oh, no, John Barrowman's going, I'm going to save you. I'm going to whack you with this baseball bat. <laughs> it's just proper, like, bitch slapping the shark. Die! Die! Why don't you die? It goes on for a long time as well. Yeah, it's got the sound of it. It's like a, it's like a slap, isn't it? Like a psh, a psh, a psh. And you're like, fuck's sake. And he's going for a while. You're thinking like, dude's not doing anything. It's fucking not doing anything, man. Not doing anything. Trying to get love. Yeah! She did say I was going to get the shotgun. No, but I wasn't sure entirely that that is it. Look at that. Yeah! (laughs) No! Oh god! It's fucking pierced through the metal. Is this the fuck? You're just gonna eat it. <laughs> Come on! <laughs> what? What? <laughs> what? What? What is this? <laughs> 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 
shotgun. <laughs> Get the shotgun. Shotgun, shoot it! Shoot it! Yeah! You're extinct, fucker. Nice! And so, Titch McGee finally gets a girl to get a shotgun, puts the shotgun in the shark's mouth, and says, you just got extinct, fucker. I think that's meant to be like... They were going for, like, a, you know, iconic line, like, I don't know, yeah. smiley son of a bitch, or... You're terminated, fucker, that kind yeah. of thing. But it just, <laughs> just didn't sound good, did it? Oh, it's like saying, it's like, you For just... one thing, if you're going to do an epic line like that, you need a close-up of that person. Like, yeah, and it wasn't you know... even that. It, was, it didn't look intimidating enough. <laughs> it's like, you want to really pay attention. So she, she shoots the shark and guts explode in the back. And I love it at the end of it where... where, where she... <laughs> <laughs> no, but that's it. You just got, like, someone through, like some Dolmio saw. <laughs> 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 on the side of the ship. <laughs> I love that. It's like, it looks like bolognese. It's just splat. And then, I love at the end of it, you point this out, it's like, when, when the shark's still, the shotgun's still in the shark's mouth, and she just kind of just nudges it away, and just yeah. like, boop, it just like, floats off. Uh, <laughs> get out. Get out of the way. Get out. That was brilliant. <laughs> Just fucking ate it. Now that's a big shark. Oh my god, that's fucking brilliant. I was waiting for this. You think it'd have a bit of indigestion now. <laughs> you think like, I ate a whole fucking bow out of person. Oh! It didn't really chew on it! <laughs> he goes first, Of course. course. <laughs> oh no! Oh, hold on! Hold on, John Barman! Same big rack. Go on. Fucking hell. So mommy shark appears, do 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 do, and literally eats a whole boat. <laughs> Because you're thinking like, oh, you know, this small shark we've just seen. Oh, it's eaten a few people. It's not much my seriousness, whatever it is. Suddenly, this big fuck off shark eats a whole boat in one gulp. Yeah, it's the proper like, yelp, chomp. <laughs> eats the whole fucking thing, right? And that's fucking brilliant. All right, and then was and it was like, oh shit! It's like, well, about time. Shit. This shit! I love it. I love it because because uh, again, her reaction, Tits McGee's reaction is, oh my god! It's like the shark ain't a boat. Be more terrified. So. 
by this point, everything else has gone like that. And then uh, the cameraman and the pervert fall out of the boat. And they also get eaten by the shark using the same visual effects because it's just photoshopped in it, which is fucking brilliant. Yeah, when they're in the... Um... The ding is it a dinghy or something? No, no, like? it was, it, they're not in the dinghy. They fall out. They, they, they didn't fall into a dinghy. They just they just were floating in the water. Just a bunch of floating heads, and it's just photoshopped in there yeah. into this a patch of water, and it just put into the shark's mouth, and just now nah, they're eaten. Yeah, yeah, they just kept reusing that, didn't they? Yeah. yeah. Then the mommy shark leaves a fucking huge tooth mm. that's the size of your face. Yeah, because that was in, embedded in, like, the, the piece of debris, wasn't yeah. it? Like, and he goes, like, I'm going to take is, this. I'm evidence. Gonna, this is evidence. This is to prove it. We need to close the beaches. And so, he, by that point, he goes right to the Mexican's office and just goes... Poof. And so, like, that's my evidence. That's the thing. That's what eating all the fucking people... And on top of that, it's because the fucking electric cable that you're building around from this beach onward is luring this big fuck-off megalodon. Yeah. Close the beaches. And he's like, I don't believe you. How do you not believe it? What the fuck did he get that tooth from? What's this, a paperweight? <laughs> it's, a, it's, a, it's a paperweight. Did, did you get a... Did, you, you got that from an art and craft store, didn't you? So, does that, says no. John Barrowman quits. And then, so, John Barrowman and Tits McGee... Um, uh, it does all this kind of stuff, right? And says, like, we're going to kill that shark, right? In the meantime, the mentor is um, currently... And the mentor is working for Apex, is now doing hacking. Yeah. Hacking. To find out whether how much Apex knows about uh, about the Megalodon attacks, right? <laughs> <laughs> I love that scene when he's hacking. It's great. He's just, like, so American, though. He's, like... American flag behind him. He's in a vest. Yes! <laughs> He's got like, <laughs> tight vest top on. Yes! American flag behind him. Hacking for the ha- USA. Hacking. <laughs> I'm doing this for being patriotic, motherfucker. Oh, it's fucking brilliant. And so then by that point, he goes, once he finds out, he goes to the Apex's uh, communications boss's office and he has this fucking amazing rant. It's like, bull fucking shit! You fucking knew about it, man! You fucking knew about it! You fucking knew! Get in here! You knew. And you didn't warn them. Calm down, Chuck. I don't know what you're talking about. Bullshit! It's all right here. The diving accidents. Seven men dead. Including my friend. You knew something was dangerous down there and you let them dive anyway. They knew it was risky. There were things that weren't accounted for out there. Bull fucking shit! (laughs) I love this guy! And you covered it up! Hold him back. When the press gets a hold of you, they're gonna rip you a new asshole. Go tell your story. Who would believe you? A disgruntled employee with stolen confidential documents? My lawyers will have a field day with you. They are the real sharks. This is not by a long shot. Get him out of here. (laughs) (laughs) This is brilliant. His voice is just so weird. It doesn't match his body. Get him him out of here. Get him out of here. It doesn't doesn't even, like, change in, like, voice or diameter or anything. Where Oh. The, uh, the mentor, you know, basically goes and says, I know a way we can kill it. And it just launches out and says, we've got a missile, right? 
It's like, it's way to get that fucking missile. I ain't going to tell you where I got that fucking missile. You got a fucking missile. So, okay. It's like a questionable guy that he's got this explosive. It's like saying, I know you have guns. Just in case. So like, I know you have guns, but where the fuck, why the fuck would you have a missile? It's fucking brilliant. So she, he has his missile and says, like, right, if we aim that missile at the, sh- at, the, at the giant shark, he'll kill it, right? This leads to probably the best, to me, the thing that got me into this movie in the first place, the granddaddy of pickup lines, the most awkward, ham-fisted thing on the planet, and I love it. John Barrowman and Tits McGee are literally gang say, like, you know, uh, uh, I've been told by the mentor, be in the morning, don't be late, okay? Yeah, and they're just kind of, like, saying goodbye, aren't they, yeah, for, the, for yeah. the evening, uh, like, come winding down kind of thing, yeah. uh, you know, on the on the dock or whatever. Yeah. I'm exhausted. Yeah, me too, but, you know, I'm really wired. What do you say I take you home and eat your pussy? <laughs> the thing is, uh, I, I, I mean, I asked you, is that, uh, is that just improvised yeah. by John Barrowman? And you said it is. Yes, it's an improvised line, because that was supposed to be like, they did so many takes that day, right? Yeah. That they thought, like, you know what? He wants to liven the situation up. So he made the joke just so he can make the... You know, uh, Jenny McShane laugh. But the director loved it so much. Just kept it in. They kept it in. And only they said keep it in. They added a sex scene. Just so it made sense. So they ended up just, they were supposed to meet up and bonk probably, properly. So we should have some footage. But they just kept that in. And suddenly, right after that shot, legitimately right after that line, they're banging in the shower. Well, the thing is, it's so, it's so. It's it's really funny, really really funny, but it is out of place because it, it's like something that would happen in a parody. But the movie, the movie isn't trying to be parody. Like, yeah. For that only for that moment, it's like a parody. Like. Yeah. And, and it's it's just so odd that it kind of just it's an odd choice. And it also is completely out of character for Ben Carpenter. Yeah. Because he's ne- yeah because at the moment they have a sort of love hate relationship, right? That's a whole point with you know. John Barrowman and Tits McGee. They have a love-hate relationship. The idea is all like, look, I think I'm falling for you, but you're also a humongous prick, right? That's the thing. The fact that he literally just goes flat out, front and just front and centre, straight to the point, I want to eat you out. And she goes, okay! And just bangs in the shower! Yeah, I suppose the, the only thing I can think of in the argument is the fact that it's so blunt that it makes her laugh that is kind of like yeah, the, you know what? the humour. Is... It's, like, it's like, you know what? You made me laugh. <laughs> and because you made me laugh, you can go home and eat my pussy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Tits McGee's got a crossbow and is in the helicopter to put a tracking device on to the... To the... She's like probably larking about with that crossbow, like shooting the... It's like she shoots an arrow like between like, John Barrowman's legs. And again, another random bit. It's like, how the fuck do you know how to use a crossbow? Where the fuck did you get a crossbow? Apparently now she has a crossbow. So she's got a crossbow with a tracking device that's going to have the missile launch, right? So what they're going to do then is... Uh, John Barrowman and the mentor are going to go on the are going to go in the submarine and they're going to blow up the cable, blow up the wire, and get it sorted. Let's blow up this fucking cable, right? And blowing that up will lure the shark there, 
because being tracked by the thing and they can launch the missile and kill the fucking shark. Yeah. Makes sense. Logical plan. The plan makes sense. What fucked it up is, you know, the the, the resort owner and Apex Communications decided to have a fucking boat party. Like with all these fancy schmucks and they go and go into the middle of the fucking sea where there's a giant fucking megalodon and the resort owner knows it and the Apex communication guy knows it and are just going to kill about 50 people because they're fucking, like, rich. But what I love is, like, suddenly, I think one of the guys goes and says, like, but uh, it's like, but what happens with the shark? He's like, do not worry. Takes out a bag. It's full of fucking grenades. <laughs> Another question is, where the fuck did you get those grenades? It's like the guy with the missile. Where do you get the missile? Where do you get the fucking grenades? <laughs> Who knows? Who knows? That's a question. There it is. It's a grenade. Goddamn frog grenade. Jesus, what the hell was that? That's another one. This guy just got a bag full of fucking grenades. <laughs> Fucking chuck it. It's like throwing really close to the boat as well. Yeah. Uh, they put a bit of force in it. Oh my god, no! Damn it, John Barber, that's a strained face if I ever saw coming. It's like a it's like the most ugliest sex face. That's <laughs> what it looked like. The Megalodon's now being lured to the bad guy's yacht. Mm. And this is where all the famous visual effects shots come from. Yeah. Because they're all shit. Because the giant shark eats a dinghy, eats uh, a random person... Eats, oh, no, it's not the random person. The owner of the resort gets eaten by jumping up when he jumps off by stealing the life jacket off his squeeze... <laughs> That is great though, because like he's, he's like, yeah, fuck off, love. I'm gonna I'm gonna escape, and just jumps off the boat straight into the shark's mouth. It's, it's absolutely, it's like a perfect comeuppance for him. It's perfect. And then one after that, it goes and eats the shark goes and eats a dinghy. Yeah, and just keeps pounding on the boat. And that's uh, the same uh, shot again, isn't it? Same shot again yeah. from the from a while ago. They yeah. use the same fucking shot. It's fantastic. With the big shark. And like eating something, and it's it gonna like gobble, gobble, yeah. right? And it's just that time it's the the dinghy with the people in it. Yeah, Tits McGee's fucked up. <laughs> the mentor guy survives barely by the skin of his teeth, and but the but then by that point the because all the grenades the tracking beams are beakers off, right? Yeah. So by that point it says the shark's still around. 
the Apex uh, communication boss, gets on a jet ski, which we had no idea there was a jet ski in the boat. And he's like, yeah, I'm, I'm going to get out of here. Fuck you. Yeah, fuck you guys. I'm getting out of here. <laughs> and he just launches off the boat in this jet ski straight into the mouth. <laughs> And the show's sideways this time. And it's like, it's, ah, it's like, and I love it. Because the jet ski's going full speed. And it's like proper right in the mouth. It's great. Uh, and, then, uh, and the shark, how could it eat all that crap? No idea. It's, it, it doesn't what I mean, but I feel like the shark is constantly changing size, right? Mm. Because you've got a dinghy, but you're eating a jet ski. Then you ate a fucking boat. Like, what? how big are you? How big are all these things? And how big is your fucking belly if you can eat all this shit at the same time? Because even for, like, a shark attack, let's say a shark attack, right? You might still eat a shark. A shark can eat, like, an, uh, an arm or a leg, and it's pretty full. Mm. This guy, either the shark eats, like... A boat, a speed, uh, several dinghies, a jet ski, about 25 people. And, it's and still a pear tree. did a pear tree. <laughs> and still is hungry. Jesus. Yeah, it just gets up. Come on, Ben. Come on, John Barron. There we go. People have died, right? <laughs> so, no. It's like, you know, the end of He-Man where they all laugh. They all, someone says a joke and then they all go and go. Yeah, it's like a freeze frame, like, uh... John Barrowman now has the missile left. And he goes, you know what? I'm going to do something sneaky. So what he does, he puts... He sends the missile out. But he, sells, but he does it in a way to send the missile back onto the submarine. Mm. So he launches it out for it to turn around and hit the submarine. So he does that. So therefore, the giant shark... So he purposely lures the giant shark to eat the submarine. But that's the thing. The submarine is smaller than a boat... Yeah. So why did it not eat the whole thing? Mm. It's uh, so it, it chomps on it, and so John Barrowman gets out of the submarine just in the nick of time before the before it explodes. And the missile explosion is huge; mm. it's mm. nuclear. <laughs> it's like almost like a mushroom cloud of water like pops up. Yeah. Oh man! And then they find they, they, they find one surviving dinghy with the mentor. And um, and uh, Tits McGee somehow is finally back on the thing, right? And I love this. <laughs> Pulls you know, they pull John Barrowman out. They go into the they, they they're on the dinghy. John Barrowman survives, and everyone's like, "Oh my god, are you okay? Are you okay? Are you okay?" And then literally, the guy John Barrowman goes and says, "Megala who?" <laughs> <laughs> and they were like, yeah, ha, 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 ha. People have just died. <laughs> people have died a terrible death.
let's wrap it up by you saying your overall impression of the movie, what you liked about it, what you didn't like about it, and whether you think this is what I believe is the granddaddy of bad shark movies, or could you argue that it got worse or better as it went? No, I mean, I... I like the fact that it sort of lures you in to begin with, thinking, oh, that's an average movie, and then it just kind of gets worse as it goes along. <laughs> but then the it save, it does actually save the best stuff till last, so it's not like you ever want to abandon it when you're watching it. You're not mm. thinking like, uh, well, you know, I'll just turn it off now, because it's kind of... It, 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 it leaves you expecting there's going to be some really funny stuff later on. Yeah. So you kind of just, you, you, you linger with it. And because there's enough going on for you to, like, you know, find funny, you mm -hmm. just kind of linger on. And then it kind of, it pays off that you kind of kept with it because at the mm. end, it's just... <laughs> it got, it's gone bonkers by the end of it. Yeah. Ah, oh, I agree. I think, like, it's a movie that lures you into a full sense of security thinking, like, it's just actually a pretty decent movie. But then it gets worse and worse and worse. Like, you can see the budget was... was you were losing the budget as it went. But it, and it's like... Um, it's like the whole car crash thing as well. You can't yeah. stop watching it. You can't look away. You've got to keep... <laughs> you know, you, you, you get little bits and bobs. Like, first you introduce the tits McGee and it's like, you can't act. This is interesting. Oh, that's a bad dubbing. Oh, there's some mariachi music. Oh. There's just little treasures going, like, trickling through all the way that kind of make you kind of just keep watching it. So, yeah, and I think, like, let's, let's comp compare this to, like, all the other famous Bad Shark movies, which are a dozen. Mm. There's so many I Bad Shark I haven't seen films. many of them, so it's difficult for me to compare, but, like, uh, having seen one of the most infamous, then that's probably a good place to start, but... Mm. Um, could you so would you think that we, people should watch this before they consider watching things like Sharknado or Sharktopus or whatever? Yeah, mm. yeah, I would say it's a good because obviously, like we were saying, it it must have been a starting point for those parodies mm. and inspired a lot of that stuff. So you may as well, if you're gonna watch a shark parody, you may as well just start with the one that inspired those parodies. Yeah, I'd, I'd recommend it to people who. Um, uh, you know, are aware of like movies like it, you're not gonna obviously you're not gonna get a good movie here, but like at the same time you have to be watching it to to appreciate bad movies, and not yeah. everyone does. Some people kind of they want to watch movies that are, know they're bad, mm. you know, like and, and this movie doesn't, but it, it's 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 perfect for that because. They, they're the best bad movies, aren't yeah, they? Yeah, yeah, the best bad films are the ones that are not aware they're yeah. doing it badly. Um, or or if they do, they're not doing it right to the very end. Like, for example, this is why this this, this one went straight to DVD or mm. straight to video, because they probably knew what they had with the stinker, mm. right? At the end of it, they probably, when they were editing, it, God, that's fucking, that's really shit. But what's good about it is, like, all the other ones are just too self-aware. They know all this stuff. I mean, like, House Shark, of course you're not, you know it's not going to be taken seriously. Mm. Shark Attack 3 Megalodon, I'm not expecting Oscar-worthy, but it doesn't sound like a joke already. Mm. So don't go into that one thinking this is a joke movie. This is supposed to be a serious movie, but it's done just the right amount. That just mwah, it's a bellissimo. It's a perfect kind of shitty sushi. All right. So I recommend watching it. So next time round, uh, we're going to be record. We've recorded this one fairly late, and we're off this fairly late due to summer. But it's September, and September is my birthday month. Yeah. So. Edward suggested that 
I take the reins off. So I have no I have no real idea what I'm going to be watching. So you are the host next time. Okay. So I don't have to do anything. I just have to come in, and you and you're the one who opens the show, finds the facts, and shows me the movie. And I'm a. Is it going to be really bad? Like, is it basically because I'm going to be? Isn't my birthday to the point? Thinking like, hey, it's my birthday. You know all those movies you showed me that were shit. I'm going to show you the worst one. No, I, I, you know what I'm like, because you're the master of the bad movies. I'll probably find one that's bad, but kind of good as well. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but I don't, I don't want to reveal too much okay. right, right about now. But it's probably going to be something 80s for me, because you know how much I love the 80s. Nice. Okay, right. So, I can't wait. So, until next time, keep an eye on your trash. There might be some treasure in there. See you guys around. See you guys. has been an enigmatic production. It's hosted by Johan Paul and music by Edward Harvey. If you like what you hear, subscribe to the podcast. We are on Google Play, iTunes, Stitcher Radio, and Buzzsprout. Share it, like it, write a review. For more information on our other projects, check out our website, www.enigmaticproductions.co.uk.